Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of the Boundless Fitness Frequency. My name is Lexa. I am your host, and we are going to actually, I don't really know what we're going to be talking about today, but I have this general idea that just needs to come out, and it's going to be a very free flowy podcast. So bear with me as my my noggin just straight up pours out whatever this this idea is that has been wanting to wanting to be heard. So I have a little bit of a bone to pick with the language and ways of thinking about how we change the body. And the idea that I'm having or that keeps coming up is that we need to trick the body. And I want to just like think about that. Like, and it's really interesting to me as well because people always want tricks, right? Like everyone wants to know like the tricks, the tips and tricks to to do all these things. It's like you're trying to trick some something, someone, some entity so you can get what you want. And that doesn't sit well with me because it automatically puts us in this position of thinking that what we want doesn't want us already. And we have to be sleazy and sneaky in order to to get what we want. And when we try to trick the body, and let me go back. Here are a couple of things that I hear often and that are very normal in the industry. So the first, and I'm sure you guys have heard this too, is muscle confusion right? We need to confuse the muscles (laughs) to make them grow. We need to like sneak up on them in the dead of night and be like, ta-da, and then they go, ah, and then they scream and then they get bigger for some reason. Like that is, that is not how hypertrophy works. (laughs) Like, yes, we can have, novel stimulus can feel like something, in the body. We typically have more muscle soreness when something is new and people attribute soreness to making better progress. And all it's saying is that you did something new. So if you're someone that cares about being sore all the time, which I would also recommend you maybe look into why that is (laughs) without any judgment, no judgment. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. Um, But maybe look into that, see where that's, that's stemming from. I lost my train of thought trying to be funny. Um, But if we're always trying to trick the muscles, then we are just assuming that they don't want to grow and that we are smarter, more intelligent than the body is. And we're not acknowledging that the body has its very own unique intelligence. Like if you told me that I need to now make my kidneys work, I'd be like, fuck. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Like, please send help. I need to hire someone. I need to, I need to learn all of these things. But the body does that like it's nothing. Body's like, yep, that's just what I do. That's just what I know how to do. And for some people, like also, this is also me. If someone's like, oh, you need to, you know, like now know everything about like taking care of animals or like farm animals or something like that. I'd be like, oh no, I have no idea how to do that. Whereas other people do know how to do that. So again, everyone has their own natural intelligence and us trying to trick the body, trick someone, trick something into doing something that we don't actually, we're just assuming that they don't want to do is not helpful for anyone. Another way that this shows up is in the biohacking sphere. And just listen to the word biohacking life hacking, like you're hacking into a system so you can take over and make it do all the things that you want to do. And as someone who who typically believes in a little bit more animism, meaning that I kind of just give everything 
some type of consciousness. <laughs> like if I like bump into a tree or if I accidentally like step on a leaf and it crunches, I'm like, oh no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's trauma. But <laughs> either way, that's how I see the world. And I see my body the same way. My body has its own unique intelligence, its own sort of consciousness that maybe I don't quite understand. However, me assuming that I know better than what my body needs and now trying to trick it, manipulate it, you know, like connive my way into getting what I want and assuming this puts us automatically in a combat combative environment with ourselves and with our body. <laughs> and why do we want that? Like, why is it always this uh, dominance culture where we need to dominate our body? We need to master it, toughen it out, you know, make it bend to our will instead of seeing the body as its own, again, unique intelligence and being able to give it what it would need in order to give us the outcome that we're looking for. And I think some people might be using biohacking in a way to do this. Maybe not. I'm not super familiar with with biohacking. Um, I've heard like some things, but I'm not like an expert biohacker <laughs> by any means. But I really just want to kind of deconstruct the way that we see the body. So again, I am very big on helping my clients foster relationships with their body so they can make better decisions about what their body actually needs in order to give themselves the results that they want. Because oftentimes people people want to change their bodies, not because, you know, like it's just, you know, just because they want to lose weight or just because they want to look better. Like usually the body's on board. If the body is overweight, it typically doesn't want to be. If the body is undernourished, it typically doesn't want to be. If the body is not strong enough to go through the daily pieces, it doesn't want to be either. So really you guys are on the same page, you know? You know? <laughs> And I know it's it sounds crazy to think because a lot of us say like, oh, my body did this to me. You know, my body, how could it do this to me? How could it hold all this weight? Like I've been doing so good. I've been eating salads. I've been doing all these things that I'm supposed to do. And now, you know, my body's just not, not listening to me. And we can go into this relationship where we hate our body. Also listening to the type of self-talk that we have all the time. If you look at your body in the mirror and you're like, ew, Imagine if you said that to a person. Imagine if someone said that to you. <laughs> Or maybe don't. If that's if that's traumatizing to you, please don't do that. But just I'm sure you can understand that that's not the kindest way that you'd like to be greeted. If the first time you're looking at your body all day and you go, ew, that is usually not what you want out of any type of relationship. So looking at it in a way that it does have feelings and it does store certain experiences and has has its own lens of the world is going to be so, so, so helpful to fostering a relationship with it where you can trust that it has its own unique intelligence, that it wants the same things as you. It also wants to be healthy. It wants to be strong. It wants to be in an optimal position so you both can experience life the way that you're meant to. These are all things that your body wants for you too. So my question is, Why have we been trying to trick it for so long and how do we stop? So the first part of that question is very easy. I'm assuming that most of the people listening to this podcast have grown up in some type of Western society where we typically are taught to dominate everything, dominate our life, dominate our body, dominate those underneath us. It's a very, if anyone's ever heard of the crabs in the bucket analogy, it's like if you put 
50 crabs in a bucket. They will all crawl on top of themselves trying to get out. And it's just this, that's a rat race. That's crab, crab bucket race <laughs> um, where they never get out of the bucket because they just keep crawling all over each other. Whereas if they worked as a team, they could get out of the bucket and they could go back to the ocean. They could go do their crab things and have a wonderful crab life. But no, because they're all independent independent, not interdependent. They stay stuck in the same crappy situation that they've always been stuck in and they don't get out of the oven or um, they go into the oven. They... You, you know what I'm saying. I'm weird with analogies today. I'm sorry. So that is typically why we start to think this way is we think we need to be the ones that are in dominance and the master of our lives or else we are going to be the ones that are dominated we are going to be the ones who are trapped and taken advantage of and we're going to get the short end of the stick and it's going to suck and then it's also going to be our fault because we weren't strong enough to dominate in the first place which if that is your conditioning which it i'm pretty sure it is it's also been like mine so i'm not alone in this i would very much recommend stepping off of that little wheel looking at things from a slightly different lens. And that's what we're going to talk about next. So how to stop trying to trick your body is to simply start listening. There is such a power in communication. Opening the door to communication between, between your body is a lot of the work that I do with my clients. And we do that by the easiest ways you can start doing this is listening to your digestion so whenever, and this is digestion and also the the ways that you already listen to your body, because you already do in some capacity. When your body tells you you need to use the restroom, you usually do. <laughs> your digestion, if your stomach says, hey, I can't eat that, or if you break out in hives because you have an allergy, you are listening to your body. That is a way that you are honoring a boundary that your body has put up and says, hey, I need to do this thing. <laughs> when my body gives me this signal, this is what I do. That is a boundary. So extending that and being able to listen in other ways than you currently are. So maybe you start there. Maybe you start listening a little bit closer to your digestion. Maybe you start looking at your hunger cues as wider, widening the lens on your hunger cues. So it's not just hearing your stomach growling and being like, oh, I'm hungry, because usually that's too late. Usually you've had like five different signals before your stomach gave you that, that very aggressive cue. Like maybe you had a headache. Maybe you felt tired. Maybe you were starting to think about food. Maybe you felt slightly anxious or off or just not focused. These are all things that your body might have been trying to show you like, hey, I probably need some nutrients like very soon. So opening up the door to better communication is going to help you build a relationship with your body by learning its language. And if you can learn the language of your body and know what it needs in real time, you can better make decisions that is going to help both of you. And this is the art of relationship building, which I know is not super popular to talk about in the fitness space, but I honestly don't care. And that's why I don't have a lot of listens on my podcast. But this is the most important thing that I can teach anyone. So other ways that you can check in with your body, um, you can literally do a check-in. This is one of the things that is super beautiful about having a coach who does check-ins with you. You can check on your digestion, your sleep, your energy levels, your mood, your stress, your hunger levels, all of these things. You can look at them, your recovery, how training is going, how your motivation is going, um, any other signals that your body is giving you, how your cycles have been. These are all biofeedback, life feedback, body feedback for you to look at, listen to, and then take into consideration when you go to make changes. So that is, I think, all I have for you today. If you are someone that wants, actually, one more piece. 
if you are someone with a traumatic background or someone who has a very difficult relationship with their body, which to be honest is a lot of people and I really recognize and have experienced that myself, so you're not alone here. If that is you and it feels like a very big leap for you to get into your body consistently, I hear you and I don't want to push you into that space. So don't feel like you you have to leave this podcast and be like, oh my God, I have to listen to my body now. Like I don't want to. <laughs> don't feel like you have to. Please do that in your own time. And again, if you want to just like start the conversation or if you want to just like open up for like a second, <laughs> it only takes two seconds to drop into the body. And the easiest ways that you can do that are going to be either through noticing your breath, noticing where it is in your body and leaving it be. So you can say like, okay, where's my breath today? Is it in my head? Is it in my throat? Is it in my chest? It is in my lower stomach. Are my shoulders up towards my ears? Just looking at what your body is currently doing and then just leaving it at that, just noticing it, not feeling like you need to change anything, not feeling like you need to sit there with it for two hours, <laughs> just like, oh, my, my breath is shallow. Interesting. Moving on. This is a very easy avenue because then you can just say like, okay, you do this for a week, two weeks, a month. And then at some point you notice like, hey, actually this isn't scary. What if I sat with it for another second? So go at your own pace with this type of work. Again, I recognize that this is not for everyone all the time. And I'm very... I'm very passionate about this work because I know it is the way forward for so, so, so many people. And I recognize that it's a process that takes time. So in closing, if you are someone that wants to build a better relationship with their body and also have some really kick-ass fitness goals along the way, I would love to work with you. You can just shoot me over a message, an email, send a letter, <laughs> something, anything you want. Um, or if you're just like not really looking for a coach, but you want other resources on how to get into the space where you can be in a symbiotic relationship with your body, then just shoot me a message. I'll see what I can can do for you. So that is all I have, my loves. I don't really know what to title this podcast. I'll figure it out later. You guys will find it when you listen. But I hope you took something away from this episode. I hope you feel strongly enough about my noodle-brained rambling that you can leave me a five-star rating and review. Maybe even share it on your Instagram. Again, we are a very small podcast, guys, and I would love to find more like-minded people like you. So if you feel passionate enough to share with your friends, with your family, with your Instagram, then I would absolutely be so, so, so grateful to you. So that is all. I hope you have the most wonderful day and we'll chat super soon. Bye.